Hey, everybody, welcome back to Build at Home. I'm your host, Brittany Jones Cooper, and I'm super excited today because I'm going to be chatting with Alyssa Milano. But before we bring Alyssa on, I want to remind you guys about the No Kid Hungry campaign. Uh, there's a lot of kids who depend on school for meals. And because of the coronavirus and school cancellations, 505 million school meals have been missed. So if you're looking for a way to help, if you want to donate, visit nokidhungry.org for more information. And now I want to welcome Alyssa, big fan, really excited Thank to be you. chatting with you um, and really Thank excited so about this much. book, this book that you wrote. But before we get into all of that, um, I just want to check in with you. Where are you? How are you? I mean, I we're, we're doing okay over here. This is definitely... Um, you know, I think I think we're all struggling to make sense of of what's happening. Um, I have two kids, an eight and five year old, and I, I I'm also struggling with you know what exactly to tell them so that they're aware but they're not too scared. Um, uh, you know, it's it's a really it's a hard time, and and um, I'm one of the blessed ones, right? Like. When you really think about the fact that um, the most vulnerable amongst us uh, are are not only struggling more with this um, illness, uh, but also just even if this illness wasn't around, when we look at the country, um, you know, in that eight out of 10 Americans are living paycheck to paycheck and one devastating moment away from financial ruin and here's our devastating moment mm -hmm. so you know kind of trying to figure out what that means and and how important it is that uh and important for me as someone with a platform to be able to convey that after this is all done we have to figure out a way to to uh grow from it and to never go back and I think that we're realizing how um, vital um, uh, safety nets are, you know, mm -hmm. social programs that that take care of the most vulnerable and give them opportunity to come out of, of financial ruin. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, you know, if if my my hope is that we look back on this time and, and realize um that things need to change and that we will have the courage and bravery and, and fortitude to actually make those changes. Yeah, absolutely. I think everything you said has been very on point. It, it sort of has like shown a huge light on all of our inadequacies. And I think even as I mentioned, the no kid hungry, I think a lot of people didn't even realize how many kids were on food assistance in schools. And why is that? Why is that? So, you know, and maybe we need to look at ways to correct that. So we don't have to deal with this again, you know, it's a lot of things, but also just the way we perceive what um, uh, who is necessary in mm. in our world. I think when we're we're looking now at the vital aspects of what's keeping us going right now, and it's the people that you know didn't have a lot of respect before. It's the teachers. Mm -hmm. It's um, you know, our healthcare workers, it's our, the people that work in groceries, it's our delivery, uh, guys, it's, it's the, you know, the, the stock, the people that keep everything in stock, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we have to really take like a, a, a perspective shift and really um, recognize uh, what is keeping us afloat at, at this time and that those people need to be celebrated not only during this time, mm-hmm. but always. Yeah. And you mentioned you have two small children at home. Um, and how do you I do. explain I all of this to them? So how have you talked to them about this? And then what have you been doing just to keep some normalcy in your house and routine and keep yeah. yourself from going stir crazy? Um, well, the first week we kind of tried that, uh, well, we'll just let them try to enjoy this time and we'll watch <laughs> movies and, um, and that didn't work. Not, not <laughs> so much about it didn't work for me and Dave, because I think at this point we do anything that would work for the kids, but it just didn't work for the kids. My kids, mm-hmm. um, they like structure, you know, they, they like to know what comes next. So it was important for us to figure out some sort of schedule for them. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, we're, we're homeschooling, um, from 9am to noon every single day. And we have our schedule within that. Um, and they're, you know, kids are really resilient. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that, that I think my kids are most concerned about, and I think it's because in the beginning we spoke so much about senior citizens being mm-hmm. vulnerable to this illness. Um, they're very worried about their grandparents. They're very yeah. worried about mommy and papa. And, um, so that has been an interesting thing of, trying to validate their feelings right and Mm -hmm. say i know this is a this is a scary time and um you know it's okay to be it's okay to to feel that way but let's try to figure out all the things that mammy and papa are doing right now to take care of themselves Mm -hmm. so that you feel less fearful that they're going to get sick um you know and other than that it's just for us we've chosen to be honest with them um, but still shelter them from the really devastating news. Mm-hmm. But they're they're aware that there's a deadly virus going around right now and that this is a once in a lifetime thing that um mommy and daddy have never had to deal with. So we're kind yeah. of just doing the best we can all together and um, you know, they're they're making it they're making it pretty easy on us. Good. Um but it's it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. And anyone that, hard. any parent that's had to do a uh, common core math in the last <laughs> month, uh, I think has a whole new appreciation for um, our teachers. I keep saying to Milo, I'm like, just carry the one. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what that even. What does that means. mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I don't understand why people change that because it wasn't broken. You just carry the one and then you add. But see, um, I did not even know that they don't do that anymore. So yeah, way over they my don't, head. there's no, there's idea. no, there's no carrying the one anymore. It's all common core math. No idea. Look it up. It's terrifying. I have nightmares. I'm, I'm not going to look it up. Uh, Cause I'll just <laughs> confuse. I know how to carry the one and that's been good for me. It's totally fine. Um, right. Yeah. Right. It works. Not a broken skill. <laughs> and then how are you doing? I know you've talked about having anxiety in the past. I know yeah. that you're so outspoken about your p- political views. And I saw recently um, that when you supported Joe Biden, you got some flag for that. And I would just imagine like in this moment, all of that feels even more heightened. So what are you doing to sort of manage your anxiety I, through everything? 
I think that that is true just because I, you know, it's interesting because my anxiety has been pretty good throughout all of this, which is shocking because um, I have very bad anxiety and I have, you know, through my entire 20s, um, you know, 30s and 40s before kids, after kids, it's it's Mm -hmm. all I'm just, you know, very anxious person. But I think because everyone else is anxious right now mm. and functioning at my normal state of, <laughs> I think that I'm looking around and I'm like, yeah, see, I told you. Yeah. Things are scary. You're like, um, shit is real. You know, I don't know what that is psychologically, but I think because everyone else is operating at my normal level of anxiety, I've been mm. kind of. Um, let off the hook a little bit. And so I feel, I also think that there's uh, a freedom in being reminded about what is important Mm -hmm. to you and what's important in life. Um, And I think that with that freedom comes, uh, you know, throughout this entire thing, you know, I think um, I'm just sitting here so grateful um for the little things right Mm -hmm. and getting back to that has been really um special for me Mm -hmm. but uh the certain things you know i mean i get trolled whether it's it just doesn't matter what people just like to um be very vocal about their dislike for my takes on things Mm -hmm. and i think um Maybe because I became an activist at 15 and I was during the AIDS epidemic and, and I got trolled hard in person during that time um, and got horrible hate letters. Uh, so maybe for me, it's just that's always been the way it's, you know, I don't think for me speaking up for what I believe in has ever come without a certain level of people being upset at mm. that. Um, so, I mean, what do you do? What are your options? My options are either to um, not uh, fight for the most vulnerable among us mm-hmm. uh, and be uh, silenced or to keep um, remembering that I'm uh, I've been blessed to have this, this, this platform to speak my mind. And, um, I, I need to continue to use that to, to help, uh, those that need help. Yeah. And you do, you, you always lend your voice. You're an advocate for so many important issues. One of those being animal issues. Um, so that's why I was really excited to, to check out this book, Hope Project Animal Rescue. Uh, because the timing seems really appropriate uh, yeah. with all of the people who are fostering and adopting animals right now. So let's talk about the book. Um, why was this a topic that you wanted to cover for children? Well, this is this is book uh, two in a series. Mm-hmm. And book one was called Hope Project Middle School. And really the idea behind the series is that um, I wanted to celebrate this innate goodness that kids have and also this innate um, uh, emotional availability and, Mm. um, desire to help those that, that need it. And I feel like kids have that in them 
And then right around middle school, when uh, things get a little harder for, Mm -hmm. for children um, and they become more um, self uh, reflective um, and maybe lose some of that Mm -hmm. self-esteem. We don't encourage them to continue to want to do good. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is really a book series about a young girl who wants to change the world, uh, but she has to get through middle school first. Um, And book one was all about her finding her voice and finding the confidence within herself to use her voice. Mm. And book two is all about community organizing. So um, her local animal shelter is being shut down. So Hope becomes a community organizer to try to keep the animal shelter open. And so, you know, in in the back of every book, I, um, I give kids, uh, along with my amazing, um, co-author Debbie Rago, but we give, we give kids, um, tools on, Mm -hmm. on how to be, you know, how to fundraise, how to raise awareness for certain issues that are important to you, um, how to speak up for the vulnerable, um, so it's really just encouraging what I believe every kid has in their heart, which is this mm-hmm. uh, ability to hope for a brighter tomorrow and lend a hand when when it's needed. And I love that emphasis on organizing because that, that word even is something I didn't like lock onto until much later. But I feel like the younger you introduce a child to the idea of organizing and what it takes and how you can bring people together, you're just yeah. starting good tradition and sometimes it's just about flagging things for them for them to be able to know that that is community organizing you know simple things like um toy drives over christmas at their school you know where you're able to say look someone organized this an organizer Mm -hmm. who wanted to get you know toys to children in need put this all together. That's a community organizer. That's someone that's fighting for those that have no voice. So sometimes it's just about recognizing Mm -hmm. um, and and giving something a title for them to grasp onto it and be able to uh, put it in its, in its rightful place within their being to want to continue that. Right. Um, You know, or trick or treat for UNICEF, which is something I've done since I was a little girl that my that my kids also do, you know, where we raise money for UNICEF for kids mm-hmm. throughout the world that need it. And um, that is a form of, you know, fundraising. Mm-hmm. Um, so to actually be able to give them the tools and the outlet to make a difference in the world, um, I think is really important, especially, mm-hmm. especially now. Is there a reason you chose animals um, instead of another issue for this audience specifically? I mean, I don't just the personal uh, feeling that I have for animals. I don't know where I would be Mm. in my life um, as, uh, you know, someone with anxiety, someone who has always felt a little other than um, people uh, my own age when I was a kid growing up in the business. Um, Animals are really special and they're very special to me. And, um, and I think that watching my kids connections with our, with our rescue animals has been uh, a really beautiful experience. And so, um, uh, 
yeah, it just made it just made sense that if we were going to center a story about a community organizer um, and her organizing for for something that it would be for animals. And again, that resonates so much right now. I just keep reading stories about the number of people fostering animals. I think uh, Anheuser-Busch in St. Louis was even giving people like a three month supply of beer if they fostered an animal for more oh, than 30 days, I was like, I love great. it. <laughs> I love it. Well, but you think about what a lonely time this is. For I know, people. you know, there are people that have been um, alone who are single mm-hmm. that have been alone for, you know, this whole entire time. And that mm-hmm. and loneliness can be a very, very dark, dark place. So to be able to, uh, you know, foster animals at this time and, and have something to walk and to take care of besides, you know, yourself or scrolling through the, mm-hmm. the news of, of, of the moment, um, I think is really, really important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I could chat with you for another hour, but we're out of time. Um, uh, I want to thank you for joining us today, though. It was so good to chat with you. Just And it's good to just check in and, and see how you're doing. It sounds like things are going well for you guys. Thank you so much. And please take care of yourself. Be safe. I will. And for the viewers out there, if you want uh, more information, you can go buy the book today. Hope Project. Well, don't go buy the book. Well, don't go buy the book, but you can order the book. Go online and order the book. It's available wherever books are sold. And Alyssa, thank you for joining us. Bless you all. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.